0: Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts.
1: Calling all Gleeks.
2: I'm Kevin McHale. And I'm Jenna Ushkowitz.
0: We became best friends on the set of Glee.
2: And now we're doing the Glee recap podcast you have been waiting for. How romantic.
0: Each week we'll take you behind the
3: scenes.
1: Spill all the Glee tea.
3: And break down episodes from season one with former cast, crew, producers, and writers that brought the show to life. I think everyone needs a little more tardy
1: in their lives. Get new episodes of Showman's every Thursday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Podcast One.com. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man King, this is Dan Patrick.
4: Welcome to the program. It's hour one on this Wednesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Say good morning to our great radio affiliates around the world, numbering 362, and our TV partners, DirecTV, audience channel 239, and BR Live. Got a poll question, play of the day, stat of the day, some Traeger meet Friday songs coming up. We begin with the Houston Astros, because whoever came up with that saying, any publicity is good publicity, probably wasn't the subject of an overly negative story. Now, you can argue that the Astros cheating scandal is good for baseball. We're talking about baseball. National shows are having a lot more baseball guests on than they might otherwise. But as the players start to trickle into training camp, I get the feeling we're not going to like the questions, or at least those players are. Certainly not the Astros. Every team in the league is going to be asked about this. Then it'll become a news cycle. One player is going to say something that brings up even more questions. Will it come from an Astro player? A former Astro player. There are still a lot of unanswered questions. And the Astros did not handle this well at all from the beginning. Because they underestimated just how explosive this was going to be. More information has started to leak out. We don't even have the full story in my opinion. Still don't believe that. Now... Baseball is hoping that these players will get uh, the benefit of public opinion. The court of public opinion will at least be fair to some of these players. My problem is none of these players have really stepped up and said anything. You had a manager, A.J. Hinch, who seems to be a really good guy uh, and got got you know stung by this. You got a general manager who got stung by this. Meanwhile, the players got away unscathed. I think that's where the media and maybe you, the court of public opinion, still has a problem with this. The players got away with this. And I have, a, I have an issue with that. At least get in front of and be a man and stand in front of a camera and say, look, we did it, not proud about it, and I'm sorry that we lost a, a manager and we, we lost a GM. Somebody needs to say something, get out in front of it. Now, the Astros are actually having strategy meetings. How do we handle this? You should have handled this and had those meetings a long time ago. All you had to do is go, we're going to hold a press conference here, one time only, and we're going to talk about this. Because after that, we have to move forward. We can admit we made a mistake, penalties were levied, and people lost jobs. But we learned from this. Hopefully other teams learned from this. But I'd like to hear from guys who love to talk all the time. Justin Verlander, Alex Bregman, they were always in front of a camera. Jose Altuve, come on down. I'd love to hear from you. Face the fire one more time. You've got immunity here. So at least be fair to those who lost their jobs, to your fan base that they can at least understand. And there's going to be an asterisk by the Astros. There just is. And there should be. And I have no problem if baseball wants to take away that World Series. Baseball doesn't want to do that. I get it. But to totally exonerate these players, I have an issue with that. I do, and I do think that they cheated to win a World Series, and it's a bad precedent. What What about the next team? The next team goes, "Hey, we were cheating, but uh, hey," and it's just the players involved. Well, baseball's already said, "Hey, we don't we don't punish the players. You are going to punish the team again." That's where the commissioner. I don't know if he's got uh, new laws put in play, put in place here, but I would. The next team that does this, and then you can do dot, dot, dot. Because if I fine you a million dollars, two million dollars, three million dollars, I take away a draft pick or two. If you said to the Astros, you're going to win the World Series. Your manager is going to lose his job. GM is going to lose his job. We're going to lose some first round draft picks. And there might be an asterisk next to your name for the rest of your life. How many of those Astros would have signed up for that? And you're not going to be charged. You're not going to be penalized other than you're going to wear the scarlet letter. They might have signed up for that, but you're going to have a strategy meeting here. And you know, the thing is, the Astros got greedy here because the Astros could have continued to do this and they were actually doing it correctly. They were doing it legally. But here is the complaint. You guys are too slow. We need that information in real time during a game. That's where the problem surfaced here, and that's where the Astros got caught because what was happening is they were decoding this, and they were doing it legally, but they were only analyzing this after the fact. That's when you had people coming in going, hey, we need that information now. So they had an algorithm of to decode signs, and, and the video that they got was legal, an advanced scouting tool, the use of the algorithm would have remained legal if it had not been deployed during live, you know, live during games. So what happened is Carlos Beltran and Alex Cora, they were the leaders here. You had some players who said, we don't want to be involved in this. They decided that the guy in the video room was not working. He wasn't efficient enough. He was too slow. A person with direct knowledge of this, according to the theathletic.com. They got better at cheating, and then the team got better because they got better at cheating. So the crime is nobody stopped it, and the crime was banging on the trash cans was so over the top compared to what happened before that it was so obvious there. But the Astros are trying to figure out, okay, how do we minimize any more damage here? Because the longer you've waited, the worse it got. The more questions we have. I mean, we've reached out to everybody with the Astro. Nobody's talking. They don't want to talk. But every city, this doesn't blow over. Because you know what's going to happen? Wherever they go, everybody is going to go, how'd they do on the road? Hey, you guys are in a slump, not cheating. Different media, different town, different fan base. And they're going to hear it the entire year. And they should, because you guys cheated, plain and simple, cheated. Red Sox aren't going to get stung as badly, but they have a manager already lost his job. What do they do? They find the no players and they they find the organization. You take away a couple of draft picks. Hey, let's move on here. Hey, how about that uh, new playoff format here? I mean, that's. I, I'm, not, I'm not accusing the commissioner of Major League Baseball of releasing that right before the start of spring training, but it feels like it might have been a strategy there. Uh, hey, when do we want to release this? Get it out now. Get it out right before pitchers and catchers report. We've got to have somebody asking other questions. And did you ever hear the the garbage can you know being banged there? How often did you bang the drum slowly there? And now you got some players who are former Astros who found religion. Now they want to come forward. They want to go into the baseball confessional and say, "Eh, I'm sorry, I should have done something. Mm, Okay. After the fact, good luck with that. This program brought to you by True Car. True Car shows you what other people paid for the car you want. If you're buying a car, the process can be overwhelming. Now there's a better way with True Car. Go to True Car and build your car. Compare models by options from discovery to pricing to reviews. Get everything you need with the new true car. McLevin, got a poll question for me.
3: Are you satisfied with MLB's punishment in the cheating scandal? No. It's ever been enough? No. No, no. Is anybody,
4: do you think? Uh, I, I'm going to guess people in Houston might be and the Astros organization and maybe ownership there. But I, I, look, what can you do? And now what prevents somebody else from doing If I'm a player, like what's going to stop me or us or a group of us from doing this? I, I'm not going to get punished. My, my team might get punished, but I'm trying to get an edge here. So, no, I'm, I'm not satisfied with this. And other than you take away a couple of million dollars from a billionaire and you take a couple of draft picks away from the Astros. I know that some people lost their jobs there. That ain't impacting the players. Last I looked, Verlander's still getting good coin. Altuve's getting paid. Bregman, these guys lost their jobs. And A.J. Hinch admits, man, I should have done more. Okay, at least he's got some remorse. I should have done more. I tried to do more. Brian McCann, another one, said I tried to do it, but we got you know steamrolled by Carlos Beltran and Alex Gore. Yeah, Paul.
0: Do you think a big problem is in American sports society, we've seen other, I wouldn't say franchises, but teams be stripped of a title for not cheating. Like USC football was stripped of a title because Reggie Bush took a loan that was illegal. They were not accused of cheating on the field in any way. He was eligible while he played, but they were stripped of their title. And then you have the Astros, who are completely caught as cheaters. They've admitted that they cheated to win a World Series, and they're keeping their title. That's, I think, what bothers people is that it has been done in sports before that you've been stripped of a title, even in in record and name only. They still got the parade and all that stuff.
4: If but this was a college team, then they would lose their title. It'd be death penalty. Yes, absolutely. This this would be like SMU in the uh, the eighties. They they would levy the death penalty that you guys were cheating that much. Let's say a football team was able to tap into the headset of the opposition.
3: Okay. J- oh yeah. Let's say that. Well, let's say that it was. 200 miles up north, everybody always assumes that the Patriots have they always finagled with we the we have
4: evidence here. Okay. We have evidence here. Just because you have speculation. No,
3: but uh, Rumor no. innuendo
4: with but, the Patriots here. I
3: think, no, no I'm not saying Patriots, but, uh, but that has happened in the NFL. Don't you think something like that could have happened at some point?
4: It could have, but we have evidence here. But imagine it's it's proven that all of a sudden the head coach, or you, or you got somebody up in the press box, they've tapped into the quarterback, head coach, offensive coordinator, and they feed it to the defensive coordinator so they know what's happening. It's proven. What would you do if a team won the Super Bowl? Would the NFL take away the Super Bowl? Let's say it's a college team. Let's say... Clemson knew exactly what was going to happen. uh, LSU knew exactly what Clemson was going to do. Kind of felt that way. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But they knew what was going to happen. College football would take away a title. Baseball doesn't have the guts to do that. You can punish Pete Rose, and you can put him in purgatory for the rest of his life, and that's where he's going to stay. Shoeless Joe Jackson, that's where he's going to stay. But this was it, you know, I, I, I'm going to guess there's more to all of these stories, and that includes Pete Rose. That baseball just, there's enough where we, all right, we made our decision. The Astros, they're just enough, we made our decision. I wonder if one day we get the true story of the Astros and how beneficial it was that they were cheating. Yes, McLevin.
3: I don't think a pro team has ever vacated a title, though. Uh, all the vacates are on the college level, I believe. I looked it up a couple yeah. of weeks ago. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If so it's a
4: college team... Yeah, I don't they think the would, pros can, can they? You don't think the commissioner can say... I guess. Why, why couldn't he?
3: I don't know. But why has a pro team never done it in the past? I wonder if contractually it's more difficult than college. Because college, they don't seem scared of it. The pros, all the leagues seem scared to do that.
4: Yeah, but how many teams are busted for cheating in the World Series? I don't know if there's any... I mean, he had a team that threw a World Series, the 1919 Black Sox scandal. But other than that, who else? I mean, even if Pete Rose was betting in the World Series when he's playing in the World Series. He would have. He probably did. But, you know, baseball, these these. Pro leagues aren't going to remove a title from somebody.
3: Has there ever been like a cork bat or a Phil Negro throwing a sandpaper out of the... Not really at that level. I mean, uh, we've now, had,
4: that, that wasn't Phil Negro, that was Joe Negro. Oh, I'm sorry,
3: Joe Negro. Yeah. Right, but even that's an individual. It's not a team punishment like this at all.
4: No, but if you want to make a statement, it, it goes back to steroids. I And I said this to then-Commissioner Bud Selig. If you want to make a statement, and you're going to get people's attention, suspending somebody for your third you know, failed test, 10 games, I, I would continue. Why would you stop cheating? All of a sudden you go, no, you're down for a half a year and you got guys making 15 or 20 million dollars. You're going to get some people's attention there. I mean, USC loses a title because Reggie Bush had, you know, a, uh, you know, improper loans from uh, uh, an agent who got spurned and then turned him in. Is that enough to take away a title? The pro sports would laugh at that. They'd go, come on, that's not a big deal. Yeah,
0: Paul. What if for the 2020 season, all Astros hitters step in the box down 0-1? <laughs> Let's see what you got. You're, deal with that. You're down 0-1 to start that bat. I'm guessing, McLovin, you could do the analytics. If you're down 0-1, you're probably hitting 220 for the How season. How about yeah.
4: that every pitch they make, the pitcher has to say to the hitter, this is what's coming. You just scream it? Yeah, just fastball. <laughs> Yeah, here's but then you
3: a- <laughs> would start messing around and say, here's a fastball, and throw a curve, it'd be even better.
4: No, then, that, then, then you get suspended. No. Yes, Todd?
2: I know they're not going to uh, take down the sign or put an asterisk. Isn't it going to be awkward having that 2017 <laughs> banner at Minute Maid Park as a constant reminder of everyone uh, looking at that?
4: I don't know. Maybe they have tunnel vision. Maybe they, they have earmuffs. And maybe they just go, okay, hey, we, 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 this is I got this actually from a former player. And he said, uh, hey, I know you, you rail on the Astros with this, but you still gotta, you still got to hit the pitch. And I go, oh, my God. I said, you can't be saying this. Because you sound like the guy who says to me, hey, Bonds may have taken steroids, but he still had to hit the ball. He's a professional baseball player, one of the great baseball players before he used steroids. Now I puff him up, give him more power. So when he hits the ball, it goes a lot farther. This is really simple. And I wasn't good in math. But I can understand this. Hey, you still got to hit the ball. All righty then. Yeah, Paul. It's like playing blackjack and they say, you still have to have the money, but you know what the <laughs> next card on the deck is. Well, yeah, I'm going to make a lot of money. <sighs> All right, so uh, NBA <laughs> last night. Are, are we going to go with the Astros poll question?
3: Honestly, I think we should ask people, would you vacate the title? Just to see where the audience All is. Right. I mean, look. To start.
4: I, as a member of the media... It feels like if I... I and Tom Ferducci, who I love and respect, and he came on right after this happened. And I asked him, I said, do you think A.J. Hinch knew about it? And he said no. And I doubled back with him because I knew he was wrong. You can't have a manager in the dugout while they're banging on a drum. And I, the reason why I say this is it's like if I'm at my house and I'm downstairs in the living room and I can hear my daughter upstairs banging on a drum or whatever, I'd be saying, hey, keep it down. You're going to have a guy banging on the drum right behind you and A.J. Hinch is going to go, mm, I not don't, I don't hear anything. Wouldn't you just go, hey, that's annoying. Stop it. Yes, Todd.
2: Yeah, not just keep it down, but like why are you constantly yeah. <laughs> doing that? I would want an explanation. For this oh,
4: God. Anyway. So you got the Astros' uh, scandal strategy here. Uh, The Panthers' owner is talking about Cam's future. And we'll talk about Cam's future as well, because I think uh, I know how this plays out. Tonight, Lakers-Nuggets. Zion went off last night as uh, he put up a career-high 31. We'll talk about those numbers as well. And this may sound strange, and uh, it may sound strange that I'm saying something sounds strange on this show, but I had a dream about... A member of the front office of an NBA basketball team last night. And I didn't realize I had the dream until this morning when we were bringing up a topic. And I go, Oh my God, I had a dream last night about this guy. How many times have you heard that? (laughs) 18 after the hour. I'll tell you my dream coming up next year on The Dan Patrick Show.
0: Out of Sleep Number Bed. If you've listened to The Dan Patrick Show, we've talked about Sleep Number forever. We've been partners with them forever. Thank goodness. You know, you know of all this, but I'm going to tell you again, sleep number beds allow you to adjust on each side for ideal firmness. When you buy a mattress normally for one of those, you know, sketchy places, it doesn't match. If, if one side, one person likes it one way, one likes it the other, you, you got to have your sleep number set and you can change it to whatever you want. Mine's 55. My wife's is 45, but you could have two different beds in one. The sleep number 360 smart bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you sleeping comfortably at night. With sleep IQ technology in the bed, it tracks how you sleep and gives you personalized insights for your sleep. But the only negative about the sleep number bed, we're about to go to Miami for a week for the Super Bowl. We're not going to have our sleep number beds with us. You miss your bed. I'm not kidding. You get back in that thing and you just want to sleep. I really miss my sleep number bed. I am not gone to Miami yet. Discover a proven sleep quality at, say, 50% on the 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed now at the Ultimate Sleep Number event. Only at Sleep Number Store or sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. Check it out right now. Sleepnumber.com
1: slash Patrick.
4: paulie has got an against-the-grain take on the Astros with his cheating scandal. We'll, we'll hear that coming up in a moment. That'll keep you in your car. Yeah. Go to rockauto.com. Speaking of cars, for all the parts your car truck will ever need, rockauto.com is a family business founded by automotive engineers back in 1999. They had two goals in mind. First, giving you direct ac- access to all the parts information hidden in the computers and catalogs behind the parts store counter. And second... Make those parts affordable by offering reliably low prices. RockAuto.com, they're there for you 24-7. If you've been told dealer only or no longer available, check RockAuto.com. You don't waste time and money, phoning, driving, waiting in lines. You can just get it delivered to your home or office. RockAuto.com, tell them we sent you. All the parts your car, truck, wherever need. RockAuto.com. All right, let me get to uh, Paulie's against the grain on the Houston Astros cheating scandal, and then I'll tell you about my dream last night of Aussie. a former NBA player and coach. Did
0: you have tearaway pants
4: on in your dream? I did not. You know, not. Oh. I, you know the, when they come up to the scores table? I would tearaway pants and nothing underneath. Fantastic. Thank you, Todd. All right, Paul Esther. If I'm an Astros player who cheated in the
0: past three years to help win the World Series, I would not apologize in any way for cheating. First of all, because you're not sorry. If you cheat, by nature, you, you don't care that you're cheating, and you're not actually sorry that you cheated. You're sorry you got caught, or should you continue to cheat for years and years and years. I hate fake sorry. Mm-hmm. And also, I would say, we all steal signs. We just steal signs better. If it's illegal to steal signs, then make it illegal for everybody. And don't, you know, I would say, we just did it better than you guys did it. We came up with a system that was better. We just improved what everyone's been doing for years. Don't blame us for being better at finding ways around things than <laughs> you. But I would never apologize if I were them. And I don't... <laughs> now, My caveat is I hate cheaters. I never cheat at sports. I'd much rather lose than cheat. But I always like looking for edges, but not to where you're actually considered a cheater and breaking a rule. So you don't have a problem
4: with what the Astros did then? Sign stealing is not cheating. But using video technology to steal the signs is. Is. But is that vague? Well, there's nothing vague about banging on a garbage uh, container. But that isn't technology. The technology was the camera. Well, but the camera gives you the information to then bang a drum and... And who knows if they didn't have buzzards buzzers on their uniforms.
0: So let's say they had, let's say the Astros did this. Let's yeah. say they had. Oh, they a, did this. Okay, but let's, no, <laughs> I know. But let's say they removed the technology. Let's say they had a guy in the bullpen and he raised his right hand immediately when he saw the sign. I'm okay with that. And then the guy in the clubhouse went. And it was all just physical and eyeballs. That would be considered completely legal, yes. correct? Okay.
4: What they were doing was legal until they wanted to do it in real time
0: with a with a TV monitor.
4: Yes, that's that's where they got greedy.
0: Right. And I still think it's wrong. But it's weird that you sign stealing is right in some ways and wrong in some ways.
4: Yeah, I'm okay if 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 you're trying to steal a sign or somebody doesn't have complicated. Your third base coach, you know, has the same indicator, and then you'll go. Yeah, we know what they're doing. Now, if that's something that you're, you have guys. That, every team has at least one guy whose job is to try to steal signs. Whether teams will admit this or not, they have guys who have done this for decades, and they're really good at it. They'll watch the third base coach. you know, they'll try to steal a you know, look in for the catchers, the location that that happens. But this, I mean, this was surveillance cameras here, and then that information to give that to somebody in real time, that's where the Astros got caught. Look at the Astros uh, records. Prior to, and then after they started cheating, this is a 100-win team.
0: Yeah, Paul. The three years before the Astros started cheating, according to the report, they started in 2017. In 2014, 70 wins. 2015, 86 wins. 2016, 84 wins. They made the playoffs once. The next three seasons, they won 101 games, 103 games, 107 games, and were first in their division. They hadn't been first in the division since 2001.
4: Yeah, good luck with that uh scandal strategy that your your cheating strategy coming up, you know, here in spring training. Uh we got nothing to say. We got nothing to say. You're going to hear a lot of that. Oh, we've already addressed that. We're moving, we're moving on. Uh I'm sorry, we're not, but you are, cuz I'm fascinated by it. Like I truly am fascinated of of the brainstorming and then all of a sudden you said will bang on a garbage can. Yes, McLean. I disagree
3: with this. The Astros used what it's called Astro Ball. They tanked for five years, had five number one picks in a row, and had a thirty game jump, just like Paulie's Cubs. It's the exact same But strategy. Why cheat? Well, they happen to cheat, but they I'm oh, telling you No, 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 no. You don't But to. they they it's not an accident. All their number one picks hit hit in age.
4: <laughs> you know, there's but, okay, but then that's when you say we're going to be a, a force to be reckoned with here. Why did Carlos Beltran and Alex Cora go? You know, we got all these number one picks, but I think we need to cheat.
3: Well, yeah, but the Cubs had a huge jump too. Just it's, that's a tank, that's how tagging you have Your number one picks, but like Carlos they were accused of cheating. Right, right, right. But there is logic to say the Astros could have jumped and wins like you're without try- cheating.
4: I know, but you're trying to validate that the Astros got better. I'll give you that. But, but, they, but uh,
3: they, they didn't have that huge jump just because of cheating, I would think. Maybe not. I mean, they you, also happened to get good.
4: You right? already had a good team. It's like saying, Barry Bonds, you're one of the great players of all time. Now we're going to have you, you. Now you can do steroids. Now you can hit 35 home runs or you can hit 70.
3: So my question is, though, did they get so much better in part because they they like Correa and all those guys got older and better, or are they just cheating? Is that I'm curious, like what part was cheating and what part was
4: just age? Well, I think they have a lot of talent there. Nobody's denying that. It just makes you if you said to me the Reds were cheating, I go, Okay. I get it. You know, they're trying to get an edge. They're the Reds. This is the Astros who had all these picks and by all accounts. People are looking at this team and saying, you've got a great team here. And then you decide you're going to cheat. That's what, it's hard to, it's hard to exonerate anybody in this situation by going, yeah, you know, but those guys were young and they weren't quite great. So we decided to get an edge.
0: Yeah, Paul. If I could ask, if I was a reporter anywhere and could ask the current Red Sox, I'm sorry, the Astros players, one question. If you guys didn't get caught cheating with the sign stealing, would you be doing it in the 2020 season? Yes or no? Who stops something that works? Who stops insider trading when they before they get you caught?
4: You only get stopped. Yeah, you get stopped if you get caught.
0: I would like to hear them explain why well, they were Well, gonna-
4: that's why when Andy Pettit said, hey, I only use steroids to get back because I was coming back from an injury. Okay, yeah, I got it. So you stopped right after that. Okay, I got that. It's like, you know, bonds hit 73 and then go, you know, I'm going to stop. That doesn't happen. Yeah, McClellan
3: What about this, it's all Carlos Beltran's fault?
4: theory. Well, there's too much blame on one guy here. Because now all of a sudden, everybody is the, the, uh, the moral police here. And now, hey, I saw it happening. I tried to stop it. I couldn't. I was only one man. I'm guessing if a majority of the players didn't want this to continue, then they would have said something about it. The one thing that I'm really surprised at, if I'm a pitcher, and I know something's going on, I would have thrown at somebody's noggin. And I would have said, hey, if you guys want to continue to cheat, we're coming at you. And no pitcher, I don't think, ever did. If you're on the mound and you hear this and you sense something's up, man, I'd buzz the tower in a second with these guys. You know, the unwritten rules of baseball. Yeah, McLovin.
3: Well, do you blame the Giants teammates who knew Barry Bonds was taking steroids for not saying anything and not stepping in? When they well, that's had that-
4: one guy. Now, if you said that, that, that like the, the Rangers, that was systemic. You had guys on the team that were cheating. So these pitchers can't go, hey, those other guys are cheating. You know, they're using steroids. If you're a pitcher and you knew your guys were cheating, you don't get to say a word there unless you might have been cheating too. But if it's a, a, a team-wide epidemic here, then that's different. But
3: Schilling talks about it all the time, and he had Manny on his team who got caught. I mean,
4: yeah, I, and, and look, he knows that he's talking out of both sides of his mouth that Manny cheated, and who knows who else on that team cheated. Yeah, let's not kid anybody with this. You're looking for an edge. Everybody in life is working looking for an edge. Everybody. I mean, it can be something simple of, uh, there's that stop sign. I never stop at the stop sign to, hey, I'm going to take. An extra piece of this. Hey, nobody's going to miss $5 from the register. And then you get, it just, you know, it's opportunity. And then do you have a moral compass there? And the Astros, the only reason why they're apologizing, or at least coming close to that, is they got caught. Because I don't know how you think that you can keep this quiet, though, with that many people involved. That's the amazing part of this. And they were blatant about it. Almost comical. Yeah, McLovin.
3: How much pressure is there on the Astros to
4: be good this year? Oh, boy. There's a whole lot. But they have a good team. It's are they going to win? Like, what is the over under with the Astros in Vegas? Do they have them winning 100 games this year? Because they won 100 the last three years.
0: Yeah, Paul. Okay, but it works both ways for the Astros. If the Astros win 102 games this year, the, the, everyone will say, oh, what are they doing now? <laughs> what, what's the thing they found now? And if they win 81 games, you're like, there's the real Astros. Yeah. And they really needed to cheat to stay. They're in a no, you know, pun, no win situation. So they want to get somewhere in the 95 <laughs> right. ballpark where but, it's like, well, okay. So it helped a little, but you not want to too get much. bounced in the wild card round.
4: So now they're going to throw some games because you don't want to, we don't want to be too good. Hey, we're up, you know, five, two in the seventh. Hey, can you bring in Skippy and see if he can give up some runs here? we got to lose this game. We can't be winning 100 games. Yeah, McLovin.
3: I have them at 93 and a
4: half. Ooh. Who's going over Astros 93 and a half? Bang the t- table if you... Th- oh, okay. You
0: know what my favorite of this whole sign-stealing story is? The Mets lost their manager. They neither cheated nor won a World Series to benefit from cheating, but they still got lost their manager. There's nothing more Mets than that to get punished for not winning anything.
4: But they have to be thrilled, though, when they look at social media and realize that they got out from underneath this Carlos Beltran hiring. Yes, Todd?
2: I think you got to go under 93 only because they think they may end up trying so hard to prove that they're still great without cheating, and by over-trying, somehow Mm. it's going to be detrimental to their performance.
4: How do you try too hard?
2: I just think it's in the back of your mind. Like, I better get a certain amount of hits. We better win a certain amount of games.
4: You should try it. Like, try too hard, Todd. Oh, for me personally, for the show. (laughs)
2: I didn't realize you were taking a shot. Then.
4: I know Paulie has it. No, I, get a, I like a nice pace. Seas get degrees yeah. and keep you comfortable. But I'd be, like, try it, Todd. Like, try too hard. I'm going to try too hard. But I, I used to do that in school.
2: It's called like when you overstudy, when you, you got to know when to stop and you're prepared and you start pushing it too much and then everything becomes
4: confusing. No, I, I, and I'm joking. You actually try too hard. I do. You do. Which,
2: which often hurts the show instead sort of benefits.
4: It. Thank you, Todd. <laughs>
3: yes, McLevin. love. <laughs> By the way, we can get in the Orioles at fifty-five this year. What do you say? Fifty-five. The Tigers are fifty-six. The two of those teams oh, are well below everybody man. else.
4: And when your win total is a street or a, a speed limit, that ain't good.
3: The highest one I see here is Yankees <laughs> at one hundred one and a half. That's
4: pretty... everybody should hold up the, the fifty-five mile an hour speed limit for the Orioles. That should be their logo this year. 50. They
3: should be cheated, By the way, not yeah. the Astros. The Astros have talent.
4: I actually I felt sorry for the, uh, for the Orioles last year. Like, I watched a little more Baltimore baseball than I should have, but I just felt like I wanted to know, how are you guys so bad? And then I watched them, and then I realized they were really bad. Do you realize the Astros better on the road than at home since 2017? Just throwing out those numbers. Winning percentage, runs per game. They were first in uh, road-winning percentage, first in runs scored. Take that, cheating scandal. Stat, stat of the, the day, day, stat of the, the day, of the day bop bop. Bop. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here, Here comes, comes that, that what? Stat of the day. Pop. Yes, Paulie. Yeah, we have a quick game that we like to play. I still haven't told my dream. Oh. But go ahead with a quick, and then we'll take a break, and I'll tell everybody about my... Uh, Very, very deep dream I had last night about an NBA, uh, former NBA player and coach. Can our side of the glass name three current Orioles? Shoot the glass. No, it can't. You got Chris Davis. Are you sure? I think Chris is still on there. You're correct. That's one. Okay. 18th season. Yeah. It's real quiet over here. Yeah, it is. McLovin?
3: I was just thinking, could our side of the glass name 10 MLB managers is another game that I'm positive (laughs) we could not do. No,
4: no, I have no idea. Ron Renike. Yeah, (laughs) former (laughs) Oriole, right? (laughs) They gave him an interim tag. Good luck with that. Hey, we want to find out exactly how we're going to be punished here. I thought they were going to hire Jason Veritek to be their manager. You know, like full-time take away the interim. Unless Ron Reneke goes, hey, put the interim tag in. I don't know how long I want to stay around here. Any other Orioles that you can... uh, Quick
3: question. Ron Reneke was not an Oriole? Like, how many... Long,
4: long, long time ago. No, I don't see... Was was there another Reneke? Gary Reneke.
3: Rich Gary. Oh, the Renekees are like the Sutters of the MLB? I didn't even realize this.
4: Who's my uh, catcher with the Orioles who was great in the College World Series? He went to, like, Oregon State. Yeah. He's there, isn't he? Nah. Matt no. Wieter's in there? No. no. <laughs> Damn. Oh, no, no. It's the number one pick that they had. Severino? No, 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 no. Didn't they have the guy who a left-handed batter? Might have been a switch hitter, catcher? I had their catchers as Severino, Cisco, and Wins. <laughs> That's a law firm. I know. <laughs> I'm looking. I just read their roster, and I still can't name two Astros. Wait, oh, I thought uh, they uh, had the kid from, like, Oregon State or something. Yeah. yeah all right give me some more names on the Orioles roster Nunez Davis Alberto (laughs) all right this is this is all right we'll take a break here play of the day is coming up next is there a Ripken on there no okay (laughs) is Kiko Garcia on there oh
0: I'm looking (laughs) I wanted it to be for you
4: Andy Yeah,
3: I could give you the whole 83 Orioles lineup right totally. now if you want. Okay. So at tie. Okay. Well, Cal Rifkin at shortstop. Huh? Kiko Garcia was in that mix. Eddie Murray at first. Rich
2: Dower second base. Rich
3: Dower second. <laughs> Gary Rennecke in left field. I Al, thought he platooned with him. Al someone. Bummery was out there behind the plate. Um, what's that? Uh, Ken Singleton. Yep. He, you guys got almost all of them so far.
2: Jim Palmer, Dennis, and Tippy Martinez. Mike Flanagan.
3: Who caught on that team? Oh, Dempsey.
2: Yeah, Dempsey. Rick Dempsey.
3: Dempsey. You got Dan Ford in right field. Paul Blair. Dan yeah. Ford with the open stance. I could do Dan Ford's stance right yeah. now. Left field, John. Let it be Lowenstein. Hey, hey. John Lowenstein. Hey. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Earl
0: Weaver. Storm Davis. He's 13 and 7. Storm Davis. Yeah, good name. Yeah.
3: For a weatherman. That team beat my Phillies. That's why. I uh, Remember the Weez oh, yeah. kids with oh, Pete Rose? No,
4: no I got Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. All right, we'll take a break. I'll tell you about my dream, about a former NBA coach general manager. I wonder if this man will be happy that I had a dream about him. We'll also uh, look at what the Panthers are doing uh, with Cam Newton, what their owner, David Tepper, had to say. And if you're a Panther fan, I think you got to get used to rebuilding here. And Christian McCaffrey told us that at the Super Bowl. Take a break. Back after this with our play of the day. Do you own
2: or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. GEICO.com.
1: Oh my God. The play. The play. Of the day.
4: Brother, left side got it! We're gonna play it, and play it This is the play of the day. Check this out. Rebound dug out by Landers. Ahead had to Obi. Obi. Kaboom! A foul on little brother as Obi switched hands. Play of the day. Flyers Radio Network. Little led Zeppelin there. A little lead for the head. Two for Tuesday on a Wednesday. Obi Toppin's the real deal, man. He uh, actually threw down, he dunked on his younger brother. (laughs) He led all scores with 22 as the number six Dayton Flyers pick up the win. They travel to UMass on Saturday evening. And when Dayton and UMass get together, you throw out the records. Gentlemen, listen up, because we found a great partner here in Tacovas, a new partner, Tacovas Boots. T E C O V A S, Tacova's boots, handmade. Full-grain leathers by world-class bootmakers. Tacova's cuts out the middlemen, sells directly to you at amazing prices. Shipping, returns and exchanges free and easy. Visit tacovas.com/dp, Tacova's Western Goods for new frontiers. Yes Paul? That last song we just
0: played was uh it's called Dyer Maker? By... I think it's different. It's not Dyer Maker. Right. I'm just going by how it's spelled. I don't I've heard that song for years, and I've always liked that Led Zeppelin song, and I never knew what the name of it was or the origin was. Yes, Eden. I think it's either pronounced "Dyer Maker" or "Jamaica," is something that I've heard.
4: It's not "Dyer Maker," I don't think, but it's D Y E R. Right. And there was a Duffy Dyer who was a catcher for the Pirates, and I always think of Dyer Maker. And then I had a Zeppelin fan who corrected me, and it says it was like "Deer Maker." Yes, I think you're about to have uh, thousands of Led Zeppelin
3: fans <laughs> emailing in to correct us about staying in our lane. With
4: Oh, no, no. I, I can I can be in the Zeppelin lane. I'm pretty good. Can I, you? Yes, I can. Can you, Dan? Having seen Zeppelin in concert. Dire maker, Dan? Really? No, it's, it's your maker. <laughs> yes, Paulie.
0: Robert Plant, in an interview in 2005, said he explained that the title is derived from an old joke where two friends had a following exchange. My wife's gone to the West Indies. Jamaica? which sounds like Jamaica No, she wanted to go. And they kind of took some old joke that they had mm. and made it into a song. Title. Oh, like Jamaica? Yeah, Jamaica. No, she wanted to. No, wanted to,
4: she wanted to go. Oh, okay.
0: And then they mixed in some uh, reggae because they would just went to Jamaica on a trip with the band. Mm. Okay.
4: So it's not dire maker. Right. Jamaica. I like dire maker. Mm. They should have stuck with good, that. Good song, though. <laughs> I was spot on when I told you about this switch hitting catcher the Orioles had. Adley Rutschman, any out of Oregon State? (laughs) Yeah, we failed you on that one. (laughs) (laughs) I failed myself because I thought, I know, I know they have a switch-hitting catcher that they took number one, I think, out of Oregon State, and I remember watching the College World Series with this kid. That's unusual, a switch-hitting catcher. Isn't that unusual? I feel like... Uh, Ted Simmons? Yeah, Ted Simmons. Switch-hitting catcher? You don't have too many of them. Um. I remember playing uh, baseball with a guy who was a first-round pick, I think, with the Reds. And his name, I think, was Marlon Styles. He was a left-handed catcher. And uh, you don't see many left-handed catchers. Because there's so many right-handed batters, and then just throwing back, you're going to be banging guys in the back of the helmet. Yeah, Paul.
0: Yeah, Marlon Styles drafted by the Reds in the fifth round of the draft out of Aiken High School yeah. in Cincinnati. Yeah, I played against him. He never got to the bigs, but uh, he played like seven years in minor league baseball. Yeah. Yes, McLovin.
3: I worry about taking catcher number one because if he's awesome, then you're going to move him off catcher anyway because you don't want to wear him down as a catcher.
4: Well, if you have somebody, like Yachty or Molina, if you could draft a Yachty or Molina, I mean, Joe Maurer, they moved. And, and Joe Eventually, probably yeah. could have benefited by, you know, now keep in mind, we look at you with your numbers at that position and that can separate you because if you go to first base, you're not going to put up, you may not put up the power numbers of other first basemen there.
3: But you're not going to you extend it. your career. You, you don't draft like a Yadier Molina number one. Like you get. No, uh,
4: but if, if I could get him in the.
3: I still feel like teams want power and star power at that. number. I would one.
4: want Yadier Molina if I had a number one pick.
3: But if you're a team, you're thinking he's that, a hall
4: of famer. Why would he's a
3: defensive-minded catcher? You know that's not who you take number one I hope overall. Most
4: of my catchers are defensive-minded since every, that's what. Oh, but ninety percent of your job is is yeah. to be a defensive-minded catcher, and then the other part, you know, whatever you get offensively.
3: Can't you get that later in the draft? You know what I'm saying? Like, don't you want something sexy like an A-Rod with a number one pick? Somebody who's going to hit a lot of home runs, put fans in. the I seats? would
4: not like to say something sexy like A-Rod. I mean, I prefer not to, (laughs) like J Lo, but I guess how can you? Hey, if he's good enough for J Lo. Mm. Okay, so I didn't get to tell you my dream. Oh god! All right, my dream. How much time? I only have like you got. I don't have enough time to tell you my dream. Too much quick one. Too much
0: baseball to hit this hour. All
4: right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a hint on my dream last night. And actually, I woke up in the middle of the night. I had a dream about Pat Riley. Yeah. Not alone there, right? I'll tell you my dream because it had to do with a question that I was going to ask Pat Riley. Only one question. Could we get Pat Riley on for one question, Todd? We're certainly efforting that. All right. I'll tell you more about my dream coming up.
1: Podcast One has some exciting news. It's official. Our shows are now available on Spotify. And it's free. We want to make it super easy for you and your friends to listen to our podcasts. And joining Spotify allows us to be in even more places for fans to find us. If you're already listening to music on Spotify, you can now listen to our podcasts in the same place. If you're not on Spotify yet, all you have to do is download the free app. That's right. No credit card necessary. And simply search for our shows to start listening.